You're listening to the Final Siren Podcast, thanks to Draft Central. Uh, today, we're going to do a bit of a special edition, the 2019 Draft Central Phantom Draft. And uh, today, we, I'm joined by Michael Alvaro and Ed Pascoe, and we're just going to run through the first three rounds of the uh, the draft and just get a bit of an idea about some of the prospects that are coming up. So, uh, I, I guess, Michael, uh, looking forward to uh, the draft today? Yeah, keen on it. Um, it's always fun doing these sort of things and, and seeing where everyone thinks uh, all the players lie. But, um, yeah, putting, a, putting the recruiter's hat on today and seeing how we go. And uh, Ed, obviously, back in the, the chair. Uh, Going to have some fun trying to pick out some players for your clubs? Yeah, this is the kind of stuff that I really like to get into. So I do my own little uh, phantom stuff through into the year. So it's... Always good to see what clubs will do and putting yourself in their shoes, and that's what it's all about. Yep. So uh, just for the listeners out there, I know you'll, you'll probably forget, but uh, for Ed, uh, the six teams he'll take care of is Adelaide, Essendon, GWS, Hawthorne, Melbourne, and West Coast. And for Michael, he'll take care of Gold Coast, Sydney, Port Adelaide, Carlton, Western Bulldogs, and St Kilda. And myself, Peter, will take care of Fremantle, Geelong, Brisbane, Richmond, North Melbourne, and Collingwood. And that's just sorted by uh, the six different groups of three, depending on their draft point percentage, which, of course, has changed in the last two days. Um, just as a word of warning, this actually will be a live draft because we had pre-planned the draft two days ago to sort of go to air. Um, and then there were three trades that decided to go down. So that kind of threw us Anything can happen works. now. Yeah, so anything could happen. We don't know what each other's going to do. There will be some live trading and there will be some, obviously, bids. So we're going to go just off that um, and hopefully we get through and uh, enjoy the listen. So obviously, we're going to kick off with pick one Gold Coast. Uh, so it's going to be a very interesting selection. Michael, who do you reckon you've uh, settled on there? It's a real tough one. Um, no, it's it's a nailed in one. Uh, Matt Real, pick one. Thank you very much. Um it's consistent as they come. Clearly the best player in the draft. And, um, yeah, he'll slot right, right in at AFL level. At pick two, I may as well just roll on with it, oh, I guess. Yeah, well, just don't mind me. I'm just the commissioner, so you, you go with it. Yep. Thank, thanks, Pete. Uh, I'm going to take his his good mate, Nari Anderson, um, an Oakley Chargers teammate, obviously been uh, poised to go one and two for a long time. So I'm not going to muck about and, um, and pick those two off the board straight away. Yeah, so uh, real shock there. You went... Uh Went yeah, no. right off what we were expecting. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we move on to the first live selection, as we like to call it uh, here, and, and we'll be the same on draft night. So Ed's going to be up with Melbourne, so they're considering a couple of players. Who are you going to go with with pick three there? Yeah, so with Melbourne, I'm going to take Lachlan Ash from the Murray Bush Rangers. So he's the type of player I don't think Melbourne have an awful lot of with his absolute top-line speed and... Uh, he's got good leadership qualities. He's a fantastic kick of the footy. So there's a few players to consider there, but I really like Lachlan Nash at this selection. So obviously the other two that's worth mentioning is um, Hayden Young and Luke Jackson, who they're sort of rumoured to be into. Um, what was, uh, I guess, the reason behind picking Ash over either of them? So I think their ruck stocks, especially with Max Gorn, is pretty good. So personally, I wouldn't take Jackson that high. And just recently, it's really hard to see a ruckman going that early. And with Young, I just think Ash has that bit of a point of difference as a, as a rebound defender with that speed. So Hayden Young's probably a bit more of your uh, intercept marker, uh, whereas Ash is more of your rebounder with a bit of pace, and I really rate that in a player. 
Yep. And uh, obviously moving on to pick four, GWS, one of the newer trades we had moved up from pick six. So with pick four, I guess, Ed, you can, since you didn't bid on Tom Green with your pick before, so now you're free to go. I'm sure there's nothing nothing sus going on there. But um, yeah, ha- have a go with your pick four. Who did GWS pick up? Yeah, so uh, with the Giants, I'm going to go with Hayden Young with the other defender there. I think he slots in straight away as that halfback. The uh, logical replacement for Heath Shaw down the line. I just think he's probably the exact type of prospect they could look after there. He's got some good leadership traits as well, so he's the type of player you can definitely plug in and play. He's got that awesome left foot kick, so I think Giants would be really happy to get Young here. Yeah, and now pick five with Sydney. And uh, before that, I've oh. also got a uh, bid. Jumped in. Oh, here we go. We've got our first... A bid or a trade? trade? Yeah. A uh, trade. trade, one of the two. <laughs> Michael was trying to work out. I don't know what's <laughs> going on here. <laughs> He's bidding on behalf of him. It's like, what's going on here? All right. So, uh, yeah, um, go for it, Ed. So the Hawks have recently been able to trade their first round pick for next year. And there's a certain player that they're after a bit early on. They want to get ahead of a few clubs. And they are willing to trade their... First round pick this year and next year for the Swans pick five. That's that's a good one, Ed. Um, I think that sort of Hawthorne first round and next year is in a good range as well. Um, so I'm going to accept that deal. I think I know who you who you're looking at as well. So I'll I'll take that away. Let you take that away um, and go for it. Yep. And uh, the Hawks will take Fisher McCasey. Yeah. So obviously, uh, interesting selection there. Uh, Trumps uh, who you think would might come down the order um, in that selection, and um, certainly that gives them that extra height. Um, I guess can play at either end, but certainly um, provides some depth after the retirement of Roughhead and obviously Frawley not getting any younger, so he can play at either end. Um, really versatile there, uh, and pick six with Adelaide is up next, and that's also Ed. So uh, just. Go right ahead. Get another go. And uh, I'm going to pick the local lad in Dylan Stevens. Yep. Dylan Stevens going to Adelaide. I think every Adelaide fan will be pick. happy with that selection there. Um, and, okay, so Fremantle with pick eight. Uh, I'm actually going to bid on Tom Green um, because I thought Adelaide were going to do it, but then they went off uh, went off of that. So I'm going to have a bid at Tom Green with pick eight. And uh, over to Ed, if you're... Uh, I think we'll be matching that one. You reckon you'll mm. be matching that one? And uh, just so you know, we know that they're going to be massively in debt in terms of points selection, so they'll just be out of the draft. We're only doing the first three rounds, by the way, so obviously they do need to make three selections and we'll have one late in the draft, but um, we're not going to go that far. Otherwise, we'll be here um, for a long, long time. So, yeah, Tom Green uh, obviously going there. So a nice selection uh, there. So that was pick seven. Um, and Fremantle... Now up after that miss and look, it's it's a bit hard to look past the local boy. We talk about local boy, and I'm going to go with uh, Luke Jackson for for pick eight. Look, they've got some rucks, but a couple have left in obviously Scott Jones, Aaron Sandlands, um, Sean Darcy's a real talent over Lloyd Meek, another one. They're more of your strong, big-bodied ruckman. Jackson can sort of play as that forward um, as well as being in the ruck. He's that more athletic type, so I think he fits that need really well and obviously as we said being a local boy I think he'd be one that would be right in their frame Uh, so Melbourne have the next selection at pick nine uh, but Geelong are actually going to make a trade here so I as Geelong am going to offer up what is well I guess now it's um, down to that pick 15 and pick 18 
for your pick nine. Yeah, so uh, I think Melbourne definitely do that deal. They don't really have any other picks after this pick, so if that's three picks inside the top 20, I'd be very happy to do that one. All right, so now it is Geelong up with pick nine, and they're very annoyed at you because you selected um, Fisher McCasey, who they would have been looking at. Um, the other option I think that they'll look at, um, actually, there's a, there's a couple of different options here I'm weighing up. I think they might end up going with uh, Brody Kemp at this selection. So I'm going to go with Brody Kemp at pick nine. I was weighing up yeah, good choice. Um, his teammate. Thank you. Uh, I was weighing up his teammate uh, down at Geelong Grammar in Caleb Sarong as well. But uh, And there's still a couple of other players on the board. But certainly I think Brody Kemp is the perfect selection. I think they're keen on him and... He fills a need in that inside with a bit of speed. So, um, and they had to pick wisely. I think if McCasey was on the board, they'd certainly um, go for him just for the height. But I think that they're probably thinking they can grab a tall with their um, next pick down in the uh, sort of 20s. So hopefully that's the case. But certainly for now, they pick Kemp. So over to pick 10 and Carlton are up. So Michael? Yeah, this is an interesting one. Uh, there's a couple already off the board that I would have been keen on um, in Dylan Stevens, obviously a Carlton supporter, and Brody Kemp. Um, weighing up a Liam Henry bid at this stage, but I think someone like Caleb Sarong's way too good to refuse at this value. So I'm going to go for him, the Gippsland power man, Caleb Sarong. Yeah, a bit of a slider there at pick 10, which is yeah. great value. Look, I'd, I'd probably rate him as that uh, best of the rest, that sort of third best in the draft crop anyway. So I'm, I'm thrilled if he gets through to that range. Mm, okay, so great great selection there with Sarong going at 10. So now Fremantle are up with 11. And you've got a few things because this has sort of thrown up a few scenarios here. Um, yeah, because there's a player here that I didn't think was going to be here. I thought I knew who I was going to pick with this selection. Um, and I think I'm going to have to change. Like, as much as uh, I was going to go with someone, I am going to actually go with Sam Flanders with pick 11. I just think he's far too good to be at pick 11. Um, I was obviously the other one I was considering was Devin Robertson, who's a local boy. Um, and had Flanders been another one off the board, he probably would have been the one I'd gone with. But. Um, yeah, at pick 11, I'm going to go with Sam Flanders just because I think he's just got that X factor and he's able to fit into that forward line. I think he adds that little bit different up there. Uh, and then we move on to pick 12, which was uh, Hawthorns and now it's Sydney's. So, and, so that's, uh, I guess, an interesting one to see how we go. Michael, who are you thinking? This is a tough one. There's a few players in the range and sort of looking at what Sydney need is tough as well. I'm I'm going, if I'm Sydney in this draft, to cover their sort of long-term midfield options and depth. So I'm going to go maybe even a bit early on a, on a kid here and um, and pick up Devin Robertson, WA skipper um, and Lark medalist. I think he's, a, he's an absolute stud and uh, it's going to be a really good pick for them going forward. Leadership um, in his blood, obviously, nephew of Darren Glass and I think he'd fit right in. He's pretty much ready to go as well. So... Um, yeah, pretty happy with that one. Yeah, and moving on to 13, you've also got Port Adelaide, so you're up again. Yeah, uh, well, obviously, Fisher McCasey, probably the number one tall off the board, but Luke Jackson has the ruck. So I'm going to go with um, with Worrell. Yep. Um, sort of that, he's made 
made out to be a centre-half back, maybe even a little undersized if we're being picky for a key defender role, but um, he's probably the best suited to that tall after losing Dougal Howard for Port, so I think that's uh, that's who they'd be going after. Yeah, and uh, Western Bulldogs now uh, are up after Port, and that's also you, so you yeah. keep on rolling. Lucky me. I'm going to I'm gonna put in a bid here. Uh, it's going to be Liam Henry looking for a small forward. So uh, over to whoever has Fremantle's picks. Would that, <laughs> that be you? That is me last time I checked. Yes, okay, thank you. Thanks, we Pete. told you it was live. So this is, uh, yeah, totally unscripted. Um, look, I'm going to be very, very, very quickly to accept that one. I think he's a bargain um, there. Like, he's probably about his range. But in terms of what they have to give up, which is basically any major pick over the next couple of rounds, we'll say they've lost those. Um, and, yeah, they'll match Liam Henry there, and, and they've picked up a real gem, um, which is another reason why I think they can afford to go Flanders at, um, at pick 11 because they know the speed um, and class is coming, and they've got that X factor as well. So there's certainly a couple of good players. Um, so back to the Bulldogs. Yep, uh, easy one for me, Miles Bergman. A yep. uh, player with enormous upside. Um, not exactly the sort of small forward that you're after with Liam Henry, but um, can definitely move up the ground like him um, and and. Just such an exciting player. I think he, he sort of gives the Bulldogs that flair. He'll fit right in um, at the kennel with that sort of um, style of play that he's got. Yeah, and uh, moving on to the next pick, which is now Melbourne. That was the trade with Geelong earlier. So they traded uh, their top 10 pick for a couple in the teens. So Melbourne, uh, yeah, Ed, over to you. Now we're in a really tough spot here because there's a lot of good players still left on the board and a lot of different types that Melbourne could look for. But considering the order... I'm going to go with that first big bolter with Cozzy Pickett. Okay, so Pickett comes in at number 16, which is, yeah, certainly certainly a bolter. Um, obviously, Melbourne fans listening will probably um, be interested to see, I guess, the decision behind that, um, potentially, obviously, with Waitman still on the board. What are, what's the thinking there? So, um, with the thinking there, Port Adelaide have another pick before Melbourne. And uh, Cozzy Pickett being that South Australian boy, there's probably a chance that mm. um, Port Adelaide will be looking at Cozzy Pickett. But um, even regardless, Cozzy Pickett has some huge upside. He can take some high-flying marks. He puts pressure on. you just got to have a look at his highlights and see how exciting he is. I mean, he could be the next tip Moody. Mm. So he's going to be an excitement machine for Melbourne. And uh, when you've got the pace of Ashraf half back and you've got someone like uh, Pickett up forward, it's looking really exciting for Melbourne. Yeah, for sure. And uh, now we're up to... Gold Coast with Michael uh, up at pick 17. I'm going to be a little bit cheeky. I know that Melbourne's coming up again. And I know they've just got their small forward, but I'm going to go with Cody Waitman. Um, Probably the player that they've got their eye on and pick eight as it stands um, in the actual draft is probably a bit high for him. So, um, yeah, they're not going to get him. Small forward does it all, um, you know, all action. I think it would be great at Gold Coast and um, probably, you know, put a few bums in seats up on the coast, which has been lucky. All right. Uh, and then you have Port uh, up next. Yeah, this is, an, this is a tricky one. There's a couple of players in consideration, perhaps a local boy um, who I could have picked with, with Gold Coast. Um, but I'm going to go with Trent Bianco, the Oakley Chargers skipper. I think that they've um, got a little bit of interest in him and um, he's that sort of silky ball user who's, who's just going to slot straight into the team. Um, obviously can be a leader in the future and um, you know they've had success with those smaller types who use the ball well uh, last year as well so I think they'd be happy to get him yeah and moving on to the I guess what was 
originally there were 19 picks in the first round, but uh, the last one of those first 19, there's still a couple more because of the bids. Um, we'll move on to Melbourne, who picked up that Geelong uh, thing in a trade, the second, those two team picks. So uh, with pick 19, we're over to Ed for Melbourne. So it would have been nice to have uh, Cody come down a bit further down the line, Michael, but uh, it's left me with a bit of predicament because there's a few needs I'd like to look for, but there's a player on my board that is just too good to pass up, and I'm going to have to select Trent Rivers, the uh, quality utility out of WA. All right, so uh, uh, another class player there heading to the Ds, and uh, Port Adelaide are up with pick 20. They seem to be just taking turns at the moment. Uh, Michael, who are you going with? Yeah, this has turned out well for me. Um, Not that I really expected this guy to be taken for Melbourne, but I'm going to take Will Day, the the local boy. Um, Mm. A lot of clubs high on him, really good reps on him, just because he can... um, you can sort of play all the way down the line. A lot of upside to him. Plays above his height. Uh, he's a ripper. Yeah, I was waiting for him. I thought Richmond were coming up with the next pick, and I was waiting. I thought he's going to make it. Oh, really? You just, you just spoiled it mm. right on the last. I thing. think Rivers would have been a nice um, one for Tigers as well. Yeah, Absolutely. That, yeah, that's I think either yeah, of them perfect would be fit. Perfect fits. Rivers and Day. So I'm going to take my frustration out on Hawthorne and uh, mm. bid for Finn McGuinness with my pick 21 because. <laughs> I can't take it out on Port while I could, but <laughs> I don't want to. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to bid for Finn McGuinness. Uh, so for Hawthorne, Ed, that's uh, pick 21. And that is a very easy match. Yeah, good value for Finn there. And um, obviously, they were, because we're only going three rounds, the Hawthorne lose. So that's the end of Hawthorne's um, day. They've picked up the couple, um, which is more than enough for them. So that's fine. Um, so pick 22 with Richmond, my actual selection after they matched. I'm going to go with... Cooper Stevens. I just feel like he's someone who they would go for. He's more ready-made for them, um, and he's just he fits that inside midfield. He'll be Trent Cotchin in the future. Um, they can afford to just ease him in after the the long-term injury this year, and he's an elite runner. And I just think he's going to be perfect for the Tigers there. So uh, we've got Michael up next with pick twenty-three uh, for Gold Coast. Yeah, this is a really tough one. Um, you said that every pick. <laughs> No, but I really mean it this time. I was lying then. I'm telling the you, truth you now. You stole Will Day off yourself. Yeah, I did, didn't <laughs> I? You wouldn't have made past my piece, so all good. No. Um, yeah, there's a few around the mark. It's just difficult to know what the Gold Coast will really want to go for. I'm going to go with Jay Rantel. That's all right. Yeah. Oh, that's all right, no, is it? No, no, no. I was, I was waiting. Well, actually, it's not all right because he was going to be the other one. Like I was, There were two players I was picking between. Yep. And but this is my pick. Yeah. So I've gone with Jay Rantel. Um, he, yeah, obviously a lot of upside. We keep saying mm. it with him in the midfield. He's yep. had a really big rate of development coming from a basketball background, you know, yep. like every other second player. Um, so, yeah, good midfield up, can run all day. Uh, he's going to work hard and uh, I think he'll love it up on the coast. Yeah, I think Brisbane would be a little annoyed at that selection. Yeah. Um, so obviously Brisbane up for up next, and to be honest, I'm just feeling in a frustrated mood. So I'm probably gonna um, want to take it out on Adelaide potentially um, by get, selecting Will Gould with my next selection, who's Ooh. someone who look for me. I think he's just too good at this selection. I know this is probably his range in the draft, but build up his athleticism, and I think that um, he's someone who will be a lot better than, than pick 24. And it's one of those selections where I think they kind of need him coming off halfback because he could potentially be that virtual type, not obviously the same speed or, or, or mould, but he's got that strength, that power, um, and he could play from day one once he, he builds up that fitness a bit. He's played at the Sanford League level. And for me, it's just one of those selections. He's just the best one left on the board. And I almost feel like there's 
not that gap per se, but I feel like the next group is really even. I think Gould is the last selection in that top group that I have. Um, but there's still quite a bit of quality on the board, but certainly in that top group, he's that last one that I've got. And I'm very happy to pick him up at 24 for Brisbane. Uh, 25, we have Adelaide up. So that's Ed. Right, so now with uh, Adelaide um, losing Alex Keith uh, through the trade period, they've got to go after a key defender. And the best one on the board right now would be Sam DeConning. Now, Sam's um, obviously brother of Tom, who's at Carlton. He's more of the key forward. Sam's more the key defender. But uh, Sam's shown ability to go forward, back. He may be able to go into a ruck. He's already 201 centimetres. But um, I think he holds good value. He's got plenty of upside good size to be able to play on different types and he's very mobile he's in the under 16s he was only 186 centimeters so he's definitely plays like plays a bit like a small when the ball's at ground level so now i think he's a very exciting pickup for adelaide at that selection mm, and uh, obviously that fills the key position need for them and now we're moving on to geelong with the next selection which is 26 which i guess is me so i might as well just take it away um I, I think at this this pick, I would like the look of Thompson Dow. I think he's the best on the board at my selection. And I can see, is that the Sydney recruiter not looking too happy with me with the next pick? Very, oh. very cross. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? This is revenge for Will Day, okay? Um, so, um, yeah, Thompson Dow heading to Geelong uh, with pick 26. And it makes me feel a little bit more chuffed that I've been able to seek revenge on Michael over there. So... Um, Thompson Dow heading there, and I think he fits a real good need for them. He's regenerates through that midfield. He's that inside midfielder who can. He's got some athletic traits that can uh, help him on the outside as well, and he can play as a forward. So, um, pretty happy with that selection. So, Sydney, uh, yeah. what are you going to do now? Nice pick, um, Sydney. I'm going to go for a sort of similar explosive midfielder. Might be a bit early for him, but I like him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be Sam oh, Field. I, I knew where we were going once you said explosive. Oh, and, you've and really I know, I know, yeah, oh. I know that um, that Ed's keen on him as well with the bombers. Um, I just think that Sydney need a bit more, a bit more sort of explosiveness, as I said, through the midfield, and uh, that's why Dow would have been perfect, I think, in that range. Uh, but Sam Philp can win the ball arguably better than Dow through the middle, I think. Um, so why, why the hell not? You, you did not sound salty at all the way you phrased that, but that's all right. Um, so North Melbourne are up. I've got a couple of picks now, and the first one I'm going to use. Is actually a bid on Jackson Mead for Port Adelaide. Now he's probably realistically, if we're talking um, the whole draft, he's probably the last realistic um, bid that's going to occur. Um, certainly in the first few three rounds um, that the club's able to match. And so Port Adelaide, Jackson Mead, pick twenty eight. They're taking a bit to decide. Yeah. There, Sorry, um, <laughs> the, the, it's almost as if this isn't a, a lock. But um, no, of course I'm going yeah. to match that. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, yeah no worries. I thought, thought for a moment there, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. So, uh, so, well, it is a live draft. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. You, you don't. Um, so North North Melbourne obviously have a couple of picks, and the first pick I'm going to go with is Dylan Williams. I think he's got some terrific attributes. Um, he could well drop a, a fair bit lower than this, uh, but I think that he's someone who um, provides some great X factor, um, you know, inside that forward 50, um, really gives them a bit of a spark. I think that's what they really need, some more goal kickers, um, a bit more speed. Um, I, I'm tossing up, obviously I've got two picks here, with Adelaide and Brisbane in between. I'm Brisbane, so that helps. Um, but, I mean, Adelaide coming up, which is a bit... 
I've got to try and negotiate around Adelaide's selection because I, I know there's a couple that I want to pick with. Um, and to be honest, I think the one that fills the need is Jeremy Sharp. Um, so I'm going to go with Jeremy Sharp at pick 30 just because that's that outside sp- uh, speed, um, run, carry, and that's perfect for North Melbourne. So I have a feeling Ed might pick that one of the two players I'm considering with my next pick, but um, over to you, Ed with Adelaide pick 31. Yeah, so I was really looking for a bit of speed, so Sharp would have been a really good choice for the Crows, but I'm going to pick Dylan Stevens' Norwood mate in Cam Tahini. Yeah, so I guess it doesn't matter in the end because Tahini was the other one I was tossing up between. Um, So I guess in the end we get the opposite one and we would have gone the other way. I thought Tahini might be the one you might have leaned towards and I could have got him at the next one as well. And good value in the 20s as well, Tahini. He's got a heap of uh, talent. So Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely good value. Um, Brisbane at pick 32. Now, this gets really interesting um, where I'm looking at from this perspective because um, I've got quite a bit of uh, uh, thoughts here and I think I'm going to go with one of my personal favourites even if he sort of drifted down other boards which is Mitch O'Neill from Tassie. Um, again, I think he fits a perfect need for Brisbane. A uh, bit outside, can play the um, defence halfback play half forward if he wants on a wing I, I just feel look I was tossing up with a couple and to be honest I'm going to pick the player I'm going to pick with North Melbourne's next pick so it's not going to be a secret but Elijah Taylor was the other one that I was going to consider there which I could have but then I thought he's probably more of that forward which we got with uh, Williams just before so I think um, sorry Williams was North there we go um, uh, but yeah, no, that's what I just remembered Elijah Taylor, yeah, going accompanying uh, North in the next pick. And this is what happens when you've got multiple teams, you're trying to keep track of who you got. But definitely O'Neill, um, I think fits Brisbane's need. Look, we picked up Will Gould, um, very different players. You've got tall, um, and the small, and we've got another pick coming up. So, as I just alluded to, North Melbourne with the next pick, I'm going to go with Elijah Taylor. Um, I could have been really cruel because I know exactly who Ed's going to pick with the next pick. But um, I decided I would be nice and stick with Elijah Taylor. Again, add some speed, X-Factor. So they picked up Dylan Williams, Jeremy Sharp, and Elijah Taylor in these picks. And I think that just adds a lot of speed, a lot of class, and it just gives them a bit of a spark. Um, so Ed, pick 34, Essendon. I think I know I'm dragging over, but uh, read it out. Yeah, uh, as much as you've left one of the good players there, I was really keen on Elijah Taylor as well. It would have been really nice if he could slip through, but... With that pick, Essendon will select Harrison Jones just as that uh, best available key position player. He's got massive tons of upside, and he's from the Calder Cannons factory as well. Mm. So I think he's an absolutely obvious selection if he gets to this point for the Bombers. Yeah, and uh, okay, so we're up to Sydney with pick 35. What are they going to do? Yeah, happy to have this one. I'm going to go with Charlie Combin, uh, try to boost those ruck stocks for the future for Sydney. Um, Obviously losing Darcy Cameron to Collingwood this this trade period I think he's a he's a solid replacement um can you know pair with the the likes of Callum Sinclair up there who's taken the main mantle so uh yeah really happy with Combin a lot of upside um can play forward as well so uh see how that one goes yeah and so moving on to Essendon at the next selection so 36 the second one in their 30s yeah, so it's a pretty tough one for me at the moment because I'm pretty sure Essendon need a few more inside mids. I'm just really not sure about the ones I'd want to go for at this point. Harry Schoenberg's one that is into consideration, but I'm going to go a bit of a, a different avenue here and go with Trey Rusco from WA. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, interesting one. Yeah, no, I, I don't mind that pick. I just... 
Um, I've had the order from the uh, the other day when we did it, and he was down a bit. So you've uh, gone a bit different today. So that's uh, that's good. Mixes things up. Um, now, yeah, if I'm so uh, one of the reasons for for Rusko as well is. He has shown a bit of versatility playing, especially down back where he played really well at the championships. But um, for, for his uh, local club, he's he played a bit of time in the midfield and also up forward. And at 192 centimetres, uh, he could be anything. And um, he, he might be exactly the type of player that uh, the Bombers look at for quite a bit of upside. Yeah, certainly. And I, I think uh, it's, it's going to be a, a very interesting call um, to uh, whereabouts they end up going uh, with that selection and it's a quite an interesting spot and now coming up to pick 37 with Brisbane and I'm genuinely tossing up between probably three four four odd players and I've also got Collingwood and then Geelong next so this is really torn yeah make sure it quick, get... yeah so um look I I think that uh, with the Brisbane selection I'm actually gonna go with uh, Darcy Kassar I've sort of changed my mind mid pick but there's uh, I think that he provides that bit of run as well off halfback. Um, can play forward, powerful. Was rated probably a bit higher coming into the year. Had a bit of inconsistency, some injury. Uh, and I think for Brisbane, he sort of, again, fills that halfback role. So Gould can sort of play that bit taller and Casa can be that bit more of a runner. And um, I think that, yeah, I'll go with Casa with that pick. Uh, for 38, uh, I think Collingwood, it's, it's fairly straightforward with uh, Mitch Georgiatis if he's on the board given that um, Jones is off and Combin is off. So I, if I'm Collingwood, I'm coming in with wanting either Jones, Combin or Georgiatis. And Georgiatis being the one left, uh, very happy with that selection. High-flying forward from WA. Been out the whole year, um, but hopefully he's got his body right and I think he's a perfect fit for Collingwood. And then I'll move on to Geelong with 39. I love just sort of rolling through these ones. Uh, I'm going to go with Fraser Phillips here. Because I recall what happened in our last draft, which isn't <laughs> fit for air, but I was ready to take him. Thought he was going to go with the next pick, and then I think it was Ed who stole him off me, and yeah, I wasn't too happy. So this pick, he's definitely going to Geelong, um, and I'm going to go yeah, 39 for Fraser Field, absolute talent machine. I think Collingwood might even consider him. Um, we've got a lot of forwards, but I think that he's got that midfield development as well. So and obviously coming from a from the power, draws some similarities to, to Pendlebury in the way he moves a bit. Um, obviously, later down, not as developed, but um, certainly someone who's very exciting. So uh, now we'll move on to Ed with pick 40 for Adelaide. And it's another tough one as well. Just trying to pick between a few players, a few best available, a few not. And I'm going to go with Brock Smith for the Adelaide Crows. So uh, he's recently come out with an interview saying how much he liked the uh, interview with the Adelaide Crows. So if uh, it he, he seems he's happy to go there, if anything. And, um, and he's also a really good role player mm. as well. He's one of the toughest players in the pool. He can do a job. He can also intercept really well. I mean, without his injured uh, game at the last NAB, NAB League, he... I think he would have averaged around 24 possessions as a, as someone who's mostly plays a shutdown defender. That's pretty excellent. So I think think he's a good size, good range, and uh, I think a pretty safe pick around this point. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And now um, Richmond have three picks in a row because, of course, GWS uh, lost all of their picks um, due to Tom Green. So I'd better um, make note of that before they get a free player. I bet they'd love that. Um, so Richmond obviously coming in it's a very good position to be in because they can just basically um, bang, bang, bang if they like. Um, I'm going to go with Carl Finlay for the first one. 
uh, fits a need, um, developing key defender, um, probably that 192, so a little undersized, but he can play taller. And I think he's the most obvious pick for Richmond. I think he's the one that they will go with. Um, and then I'm going to go with Hugo Ralph Smith for the next pick, just simply because he's got a bit of, um, you know, bit of X factor, bit of pace, has that midfield, um, I guess, ability in there. And then I reckon the next selection I'm going to go with is not the one that will annoy Michael because I know exactly what Michael's going to go with Carlton. So, but I could do that if I wanted to. But I'm going to go with Harry Schoenberg because I think that he's a bit more that more ready-made midfielder once he comes in and. Similar to the Cooper Stevens selection, Richmond's midfield's very, very good. Um, obviously, they're going to be looking for some players to replace it within time, particularly on the inside. So Schoenberg um, can join Stevens in the middle, and he's the third pick. So just to recap for Richmond there, Finlay, Ralph Smith, and Schoenberg. Now, 44 for Carlton. Michael, it's no real secret to us. We know who you're going to pick. But uh, for the listeners... Who is it? I reckon you might go for a certain Danny Nong. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, it's going to be Ned Cahill. Um, I think it's a it's a hard one because taking Sarong at, uh, what was it, number 10 in the end, I think, um, sort of not similar players. I think Cahill's definitely more of a forward than a midfielder, but they may initially play the same role um, coming into the system. So may not be the smartest pick, but I think he he, sort of, he certainly feels a need. Sarong will be more of that midfielder in the future. I think Ned Cahill is really a lock in, in the forward 50. So uh, covering that small forward knee that Carlton has, uh, I think he'd be terrific and um, really reliable player for his position as well. Yeah, so uh, I guess you're up again, 45 with Sydney. So who are you thinking? Jeez, this one I really haven't given much thought to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still rattled since the Thompson Dow incident of 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. What should I do with Sydney here? This is a tough one. Um, there's there's obviously a few needs that, that they have. There's, there's a guy that I've got on the board here that I really like that I probably won't go for. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with a Sydney boy or a guy from that region. And it's going to be because it can't be matched. I'm going to go with Liam Delahunty. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously Sydney, probably with the board as it is um, in the in the actual draft, would have, oh sorry, as it was, would have liked to mm. bid on Tom Green. Um, so they won't get that. We can bid on Liam Delahunty. I think he's a good fit for them down back. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously we'll have him yeah. because GWS can't yeah. can't do so anything about it. Obviously, anything that that you get a hundred and eighteen point difference to match. Um, so that's obviously a pick. Let's just see. Uh, so he would have to be bid on pick sixty three or lower for GWS to be able to match because they get the hundred and eighteen points off. So it would be zero points. Um, oh, sorry, no, 50, yeah. So in the sixties, um, and then obviously if he's bid down there, they can actually match because it's at zero. But I would imagine that it, that would be in clubs thinking because if they're keen on him, they're obviously not going to just try and do it at the end of the draft when they can take him. So, yep. yep, I, I like that pick because I think he would have been considered over the next few picks by a number of clubs. Um, including the next yeah, one. Including the next one, Adelaide. Yeah, so I could, could be going for a few needs here, but at this point, there's just a player that I really like that I just want to get off the board and that's Daniel Mott. Yeah, that, um, that's the other player I had in, in consideration. Midfield out of Cold Cannons, he's uh, had a really good year at NAB League level. Was pretty moderate in the uh, in the championships. Really skillful midfielder, not overly quick, but uh, knows his way around the stoppages. 
Just had to check who was West Coast because they were entering the draft. Hello, West Coast. Um, and that's Ed. So, Ed, <laughs> you're up again with our West Coast pick. Another tough one for the Eagles. Uh, and I'm going to go with the local lad in Riley Garcia. Riley Garcia. Okay, so interesting. Uh, selection obviously been out there for the year. He's in the market for that. Uh, another midfielder they can add to that mix, which is uh, quite good. And I think they probably will at that pick because... Um, entering the draft that late, it's going to be a bit of a gamble to see what would happen. Um, North Melbourne now up. So it's my selection at pick 48. And I must admit, I would have considered Liam Delahunty at this bid. Um, I'm going to be quite interested to have a look um, at who we want. Obviously, we it's changed up a bit uh, since we initially did this <laughs> draft. So I've now got to try and work it out because it's not who I thought would be around and obviously there's been some trades that have been done which have thrown a, a, a bit of a spanner in the works um you know what i'm i'm just gonna go uh with oh do i want to go him no no i've had to think again um oh, no yeah. don't go no him. i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm gonna go flynn perez i was i I've, yeah, nice. I've looked at him i went thought about it, i thought nah he does fit that need of a bit of outside speed again look there has been a, a real indication because north melbourne's inside midfield is absolutely superb um, just thought, look, I'll go with some speed, bit of X factor, and to be honest, if you're looking at who I've drafted for North Melbourne, you've got X factor, you know, completely boiling over. So um, definitely going there, and then Brisbane with pick 49, I'm going to go with Noah Cumberland from their academy. Um, in case any Brisbane fans listening, I'm sure you understand you've got the four selections as far as I'm aware. Um, apologies if you got a fifth, and if you do, then that'll probably be Keating Coleman. Um, but the reason I picked Noah Cumberland is just purely because um, I want him on the senior list. And I think that if a bid came anywhere near this, they'd match it. I think even a bit higher. But it just makes sense. He's a great talent, good speed, um, and, yeah, a no-brainer for me. I'd certainly be more than happy for Brisbane to uh, select him at this selection. And uh, Adelaide, pick 50. Uh, I'm getting into this point where there's so many different types that I could be looking at. Um I'm going to go for a, another key defender for the Crows, and I'm going to take Dyson Hilda. Yep, so another uh, yeah local boy there. So Dyson Hilda heading from North Adelaide to the Crows uh, with pick 50. And, oh, hello, St Kilda. They're, they're entering the draft. So the, the first selection and only selection in this draft for the Saints, uh, Michael? Yeah, I'm going to come marching in um, with a ruckman in, at this oh, pick. Nice. Um, I know Ed's a little bit frustrated Beside me, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Nick Bryan. Developing Ruck, I think they need a bit of depth in that position. Obviously, they've brought in Paddy Ryder, but he probably won't be there for as long as they'd like. In that meantime, you can develop Nick Bryan and um, and see how he goes in the twos. And, and you know, hopefully with all of his athleticism, he can uh, live up to the potential that he showed early on in the year. Yep, no doubt. And uh, Bulldogs up with pick 52. Yeah. Tough one. I'm going to go with a bit of dash off half back. I'm going to go with Louis Butler mm-hmm. from the Sandringham Dragons. I think he's good value at this pick. Um, could be a bit of anything. They could even sort of transition him into a midfield role as he has played in the past. But I think half back at, at this stage is, has been his sort of uh, the position he's shown more form in over an extended period. So uh, Louis Butler's a good pick. He can use the ball really well going forward and um, maybe a bit hit and miss with that disposal, but for the most part, really good. Yep, so we're moving on to uh, Hawthorne now with 53. Ed. And with the Hawks, I'm still looking to uh, add to that uh, key position depth and I'm going to take Emerson Jecker with Emerson that pick. Jecker. Yep, no worries. 
<laughs> no worries. Yeah, I just realised I think you might not have that pick. But um, depending on the, obviously, Finn McGuinness points and how far we go, I think we move that up a, a round. But no, you, you can have it anyway. Now. You can have it for go now. For We're it. feeling generous. Um, so, sorry to the other clubs. As we said, this is live. Um, well, as live as a recorded real podcast as goes. Um, so, Port Adelaide with pick 54. Yeah, um, I'm again going to go for that sort of... I know I've picked a few defenders. I'm going to go for the sort of key defender slot again because a lot of Port Adelaide fans really are high on, on getting those sort of players in. So I'm going to go with Jake Pacini from WA. Um, solid type, nothing, um, no real frills about him, but um, sort of plays either tall or small. He's got a lot of potential in both roles and uh, can definitely play a role there in whichever role uh, Port Adelaide see fit over the next few years. Yeah, okay. So I'm okay. here with... Uh, no, no, good, great selection. I'm more already thinking on my pick, don't worry. Serious uh, Richmond recruiter over here. Yes. Pick 55, and there's a couple of players I didn't expect to still be on the board here. So I'm weighing up between whether I go with one of them. And um, Look, I know what they need, that inside, but I've picked up a couple of inside mids. Um, so I might actually go with the smart uh, forward in Jack Marnie. I think that he sort of is a bit different given that we've already... Uh, the other one, obviously, it doesn't really matter with one pick left to Carlton. Darcy Churgwin yeah. was the other one I was considering. Uh, he slid massively, I reckon. Yeah, he has. And that's why I couldn't believe he was still on the board. But I felt like the teams that I had, he um, he's someone who um, I could have taken at the last pick and I was tossing up with it. And I, I certainly thought I could have. But um, then I didn't think Jack Marnie would be on the board. Certainly, if Jack Marnie wasn't on the board, I'd go Churgwin. But I've taken a couple of inside mids already, so... Um, I'll take Jack Marnie uh, with Richmond's pick and over to Carlton with the final selection for this phantom draft. Now, you've brought up Darcy Churgwin, which is an interesting one. I think Carlton definitely need midfield depth um, and inside midfield depth support for Paddy Cripps. But I'm going to go with a bit of a different sort of body to him. Um, I'm going to go with Ryan Burns, another Sandringham Dragon. Um, I think he's got good speed away from the from the stoppages. Um Really nifty around there and uh, can sharpen up his kicking as, as a few blues can. But, um, yeah, definitely, you know, it's a bit of a, a safe hit, really. He's really reliable and, and got good leadership qualities. So I'm really happy to get Ryan Burns in at that pick for Carlton. All right. And that concludes our Phantom Draft for today. Obviously, the first three rounds uh, did a few uh, live trades. Uh, in case you missed it, we traded Geelong's two picks in the teens, which were 14 and 17 at that stage for Melbourne's eight. They would drop down one because of Tom Green. Uh, Hawthorne traded their pick 11 and round one 2020 next year for Sydney's round uh, for pick five. Um, and then the club's bid, uh, all, all the ones you'd expect went where they wanted to. Uh, Tom Green went to GWS. The bid was pick seven from Fremantle. Liam Henry went to Fremantle. Uh, the bid was pick 15 from Bulldogs. Uh, Finn McGuinness went to Hawthorne after Richmond bid 21 and Jackson Mead went to Port Adelaide after North Melbourne bid with 28. Um, just, I guess, recapping, uh, looking at some of the names were unlucky. I think Darcy Churgwin's the top of that list. Um, we did do, as we mentioned off the top, a, a phantom draft prior to today. And obviously then clubs decided to go and trade picks. <laughs> yeah. So we had to do it all again. And um, that threw a lot of scenarios up. Um, yeah. and mixed it all up for us. So, Cooper Sharman's another one there, I think, who, yeah. who'd be right up there, even in, in the 40 range. Yeah, and, and Churglin, uh was actually, yeah, selected. We went a bit further in our draft last time, but Churglin was taken. Sharman was the next one on the board after that. Uh, Luke Partington from Glenelg could well be potentially the first state leaguer taken, especially 
if you're a Richmond or someone like that ready for a flag, just need want someone else to just come straight in and perform a role. Um, Brady Rowles was another one who was next up. Callum Jamieson, the, the need for a ruck. Jake Riccardi, a key forward. Angus Baker, I think he gets a chance, and I think he might be like a Collingwood selection in that those 60s potentially. Sam Ramsey from the Calder Cannons and Elliot Duncan from um, West Adelaide were all up there. Uh, Lockie Stapleton from Eastern Rangers. Matt McGuinness, Jesse Clark, Ryan Sturgis, Ben Jungfer. They were all in there. Um, and there were uh, quite a number of selections taken after that. We did go down to about 94, but it was, um, yeah, obviously there's so much talent. I think the one thing I learned from this draft is it's very even at the back end and certainly the, like you're looking towards the 50s, 60s and going, I'm not quite sure who to pick. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, just seeing Jack Marnie there at 55 uh, kind of puts it in perspective. The kid was, you know, really highly touted as a an under-16 coming up to 17s and then in his under-18 year. So, um, you know, even you look at Hugo Ralph Smith at 42s, touted even as a top 30 pick. Um, yeah, there's just loads of players there who have lots of talent and, and they'll end up sliding. It's really going to be sort of a great exercise for what will happen on the actual night. Um, and, and each phantom draft you do with different people, there's going to be so many sliders and, and movers. So it's a really interesting one to do. Yeah, I think a lot of us um, also had a pretty similar feelings with between players as well. Like I was going through my board and my top 50 had all gone by the mm. end, by the time we were done. And a lot of us were kind of stepping on each other's toes with a few other picks. So, yeah, we're, it was pretty pretty well done, I thought, in the end. Yeah, don't, don't say so. Yeah, so I'll just pat ourselves on the yeah, back, yeah. No worries. Um, Thanks, Ed. I, I might just recap. We won't go into detail, but I'll just recap who each team took uh, real quick. Adelaide, um, and that was Ed. He took Dylan Stevens, uh, Sam DeConning, uh, Cam Tahini, uh, Brock Smith, uh, Daniel Mott, and Dyson Hilda. Uh, so that was who Adelaide, if you're Adelaide fan listening, that's who you ended up with. Uh, Brisbane, you ended up with Will Gould, Mitch O'Neill, Darcy Kassar, and Noah Cumberland. Uh, so, so a bit of a mix there for Carlton, who is Michael, Caleb Sarong, Ned Cahill, and Ryan Burns. He did not go anywhere near height, I see. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he definitely went for a type there. Um, Collingwood just had the one selection. Sorry, I mean, I didn't really have much to work with. Mitch Georgiatis there, which... Didn't really... Well, you went for height, didn't you? There? Yeah, I did go for height. He's, yeah, I don't, don't compare my draft hall to yours, all right? Um, you've got height. We don't. Um, True. Essendon had the couple of selections, Harrison Jones and Trey Rusco in there. So a um, couple of uh, different picks there, which is good. Fremantle went with Luke Jackson, who slid to their first selection, which was great. Sam Flanders, uh, Liam Henry, of course. And then they got rid of all their picks after that um, because of the Liam Henry bid. Um, with Geelong now, of course, they made a trade to get up to Melbourne's pick. So they got uh, Brody Kemp. And then after that, they went with Thompson Dow and Fraser Phillips to round out the rest of their selections. And then uh, Hawthorne, they traded up, uh, traded with Sydney to get up to pick five. And um, they took Fisher McCasey with that selection. And then they got Finn McGuinness. Um, and then probably should have lost all their picks. That's probably our bad. But they picked up Emerson <laughs> Jecker as well at the end, um, which realistically could be a selection anyway for them. Um, if we go to Gold Coast... Uh, Gold Coast, Matt Rowell, Noah Anderson, you know, really led us off with a couple of shocks there. Um, and then they got Cody Waitman and Jay Rantel to round out that little um, quartet, I guess, if you like. Uh, and then GWS, well, you picked up Hayden Young and Tom Green and then went, see you later till next year. So you'll, you'll get a pick at about 100 and whatever it is. But um, yeah, you're out of it for now. 
Um, so that was GWS. And then we'll go to Melbourne, who ended up picking up Lockie Ash. Um, and they did a trade, of course, with Geelong and picked up Cozzy Pickett and Trent Rivers. And then, of course, they don't have anything till the 90s. So that was all we did for them. Uh, North Melbourne, you ended up picking up, uh, obviously, I did this, Dylan Williams, Jeremy Sharp, Elijah Taylor and Flynn Perez. And if you wanted some speed and X Factor... That's what I was targeting, so certainly that's all I think you've done that a little bit, yeah. I think I've done, pretty much picked up everyone with (laughs) X-Factor. So Port Adelaide, uh, we went down, that was Michael, and picked up um, Josh Worrell, uh, Trent Bianco, Will Day, Jackson Mead, of course, as the father-son, and then uh, Jake Pizzini uh, down at the end, which was good, quite a mixed bag there. Very shrewd, sorry. No, that's okay. We're just going through. We want to obviously just wrap up for everyone. Richmond uh, had Cooper Stevens with their first pick. Then they had three in a row. Uh, Carl Finlay, Hugo Ralph Smith, and Harry Schoenberg. Uh, and then they went with Jack Marnie after that. Um, and St Kilda, well, you had the one selection, Nick Bryan. So not much to Very write. shrewd. Not much to write. <laughs> like you only had the one pick. Um, Sydney, they did the trade with Hawthorne, as we mentioned before. So they ended up with... Picked 12 and, and picked up Devin Robinson, who slid to there. Uh, and then they also picked up Sam Philp, Charlie Combin, and Liam Delahunty. So they went for quite a mix as well. The whole so spine, good. look at that. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and then West Coast, uh, well, they had Riley Garcia as their only pick. So again, like St Kilda, there wasn't Very too shrewd. much to write about. Uh, and then the Bulldogs, similar kind of thing. They only had the two picks with Miles Bergman and then Louis Butler. Uh, near the end, a couple of Sandy boys coming into the Dragons, as we know they're like, after Bailey Smith and whatnot. Um, and that's our draft wrapped up. Now, obviously, if we'd gone longer, the names we mentioned prior to this wrap-up would have snapped up pretty quick. Uh, I know Essendon, Collingwood, I reckon Essendon would have had a crack at Darcy Churgwin on the board, next pick potentially. Um, Collingwood um, would have had a look at Cooper Sharman, depending if they paired him up with Georgiatis um, there. So, uh, going to be interesting but anyway we can only go so far and uh yeah it was a good day and uh hope you both enjoyed it thanks for joining me michael yeah thoroughly enjoyed it thank you and uh ed back yeah. in here enjoyed yeah, this it. stuff's really fun really like doing this and uh really can't wait for the real thing next week yep uh build up to the draft we're almost at a break we're almost at a holiday we're almost there so um Thanks for joining us this year on the Final Siren Podcast. We will have a wrap-up of the draft uh, podcast afterwards, but certainly leading up to the draft, this is the final uh, podcast. And remember to go to the website at afl.draftcentral.com.au and, of course, our social media channels at Draft Central Oz, AUS, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, of course, the uh, what we've referred to in the podcast is our encyclopedia, the uh, 2019 AFL Draft Guide that got released uh, not too long ago, a few weeks, and we're going to re-promote it this week, but certainly get a look. Look, over 200 profiles, plenty of content. Um, yeah, any names you might have heard today in this fandom draft, you can go look them up. They'll be in there. So very exciting time, and thanks for joining us this year, and look forward to your continued support, and we'll, uh, yeah, make sure you stay tuned for draft night. We'll be uh, plenty of content, live streaming, live tweeting, everything you need. So thanks very much, and we'll uh, catch you next time.